Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue, and this is my daughter, the 8-Wing 7 Grace Hello. Rutherford, who has her own YouTube channel and also does coaching appointments. In the description below, you'll find a link to my website, TomLeHue.com, and also a link to her uh, YouTube channel. And uh, we'd love for you to uh, check out her videos. She does a lot of cool videos as well. Okay, so I want to thank my patrons for your support. And also on my website, you can book coaching appointments. And there's information about the certificate programs. And I brought Grace on as a special guest today because we're talking about a new concept that she came across uh, by a lady named Beth McCord. And this was in a video? Um, a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a book. All right. Yeah, she has like books for each individual type. It was just literally a line in one of those books. Okay. And I've, I've never read this concept before in any of the books on the Enneagram. So, but as we began to really unpack this thought and think about it, it started to make more and more sense to us and fill in some blanks that maybe we've, we've, um, we've tried to understand in the past. Explain the concept, Grace. So the idea is you have your type and we know in stress, you move to one. In health, you move to the other. Like disintegration and integration. Exactly. So the idea is when you're in a family situation or maybe close friends or coworkers, difficult people that you can't get away from, you move towards your number of integration and take up some of those characteristics that are maybe on the lower side of those numbers and kind of use those as coping skills to deal with those difficult people or those people you just can't get away from. Yeah. Okay. So let me summarize this again. So make sure everybody understands it. The idea is, is under stress, you tend to look a bit like your number of disintegration. So typically for like, for example, a one might look a little bit like a four when things aren't going well, but under prolonged stress in relationships with people that you can't just move away from, <laughs> Or you can't just maybe be so blunt or direct or speak your mind with. People that you care about and you have to get along with. Because there's people you have to get along with. People that you're related to. You live in a house together. Or maybe you're in close proximity at work. They work around your office space and you interact with these people on a daily basis. And so you can't just show up continuously in this negative number of disintegration. Right. So the coping strategy for long-term relationship with those people in order for you to continue on is you'll actually, in a sense, like move way back around to your number of integration, but it's kind of not because you're being really healthy. It's right. not like that one is looking like a seven because they're very happy and playful and carefree and upbeat. It's like, it's like there's nowhere else I can go. I've tried to go to my disintegration number, and that's going to get me fired. Mm -hmm. That's going to get us divorced. Right. So you come back around. You almost push past your number of disintegration and arrive back at your number of integration. And in an unhealthy way or in a stress-induced way, mm -hmm. that one kind of looks very seven-ish again. But it's not because they're happy, carefree, and upbeat. So what would that... Let, we, we, don't, we don't have time in this video to go through every type because we, we've done it. We've sat down and we actually typed up pages of what this really looks like right. for the people in your family. And how this how is this helpful to know this, Grace? Well, I think for me, like as an eight, it answers some questions 
that I had like, okay, I know I'm an eight, but then when I get with my family, then I feel like maybe I have to be a little more compliant than I would be with other people. Or I can't just withdraw and retreat. Why do I end up helping my family when I don't really want to, when I would tell somebody else no? Um, so I think just recognizing your own patterns and, you know, these are like blind spots for us. Like I might not realize how I'm going to two in an unhealthy way because in my head you think, oh, I just go to five in an unhealthy way maybe. Um, and then recognizing, you know, the people that we live with. On the outside world, you might look at a five and go, oh, five's really easy to live with. You know, they're so detached. Then why is my five brother following me around the house hollering at me, you know? And yeah. so I think it, it makes sense why out in the world, we might look a little different than we do in our own home with people. And, you know, I think it's also helpful to see that we were pulling from all parts of ourselves, you know? And so how can we ultimately use this as a way to, again, move towards health instead of just getting stuck in these old patterns? Because as long as you're stuck in them and you can't label them, then you have no way of escaping them. Right. So if you could recognize that sometimes under stress in a family or close work situation, if you could recognize, wow, I'm I'm under a lot more stress than I realize mm -hmm. because I'm showing up in this kind of false positive way. She calls that actually what blind spot path? Yes. Okay, a blind spot path. So it's sort of like I like to think of it as you're pushing past your number of disintegrations. So let's let's try to do this with each type in sort of like a summary way, and then we can make videos in the future and unpack them a little bit more, like how we've really seen this with, right. with in our own lives. Okay, so let's take that one. So what does that look like for a one where they, they disintegrate to a four and then they push past that around family and come back to this like stressed out seven look? What is that? Try to unpack that a little bit because like, I think where this could really be helpful is like if, if you if you learned about the Enneagram and then you're looking at your child or your wife and you're like, okay, it, there's something that's that's not exactly yeah, like something's not adding up here. Something's not exactly <laughs> like I read in the books. It's really close, but like mm -hmm. around me, they mm -hmm. they seem to be different than they are, mm -hmm. you know, out out on the street or you know among a group of people. So what does that look like for a one? Then we'll do two, three, four, and we'll just try to summarize it. So I think a one, first knowing a one is a compliant type. So I want to do what I'm supposed to do. Under immediate stress moves to the four, a withdrawn type. So they start to feel like that maybe pity party. I'm Everyone else gets to have a great day. and I'm stuck here being an adult washing the dishes because I'm the only one that can see the dishes need to be done. So they might kind of feel that. But nobody wants to live in that forever. So I think then with the family, moving to that low side of seven then can just be this need to make things positive and okay. Like, kids, we're on vacation. It's going to be great. So smile. Stop that crying. Let's take a picture and show everyone what a great time we're having. You know? Um, so I think it can be like forcing the positive a little bit. Yeah. Or reframing like sevens. Like... You know, I mean, I realize that grandma is difficult to be around, but, you know, she's not going to be around much longer, so we're going to make the best of this. And right. it's like, we're going to play Monopoly. We're yeah. playing Monopoly. It's family game night. It's family game night. <laughs> Mandatory fun. Stop yes. your crying. Stop your complaining. Have a good time. Yes. Yeah. And so that reframing, it, trying to force this positive energy that, like, and also I think, like, I don't want to deal with the difficult subject anymore, like a seven, right. because 
I'm going to lose a gasket and I don't want to lose a gasket again in front of everybody. So let's just bounce around along the surface and not talk about the real problems in life. Well, I picture like the four-year-old's birthday party and all the dads that are there together. And it's like, obviously they don't want to be at this four-year-old's birthday party, but as long as they can have a beer and the game is on, it's not so bad. You know, I kind of think it's that idea of like, yes, I have to be an adult and I have to do this stuff, but maybe if I could just escape in some small way, then I could deal with your all nonsense yeah. that I have with to people leaving things out. Okay. Let's talk about the two. So the two, you know, naturally descends to an eight. This is where this compliant, loving person without any needs of their own suddenly realizes, oh, I do have needs and I'm going to advocate for those needs. And after all I've done for you, you'll see that eight sort of like strength and power um, under stress. Not only do they become more powerful, but they become more vocal under stress. But then, hold on a second, when they're around their families or around people that they work with, you might see them looking a little bit like the low side of four. What does that mean? Um, <sighs> it doesn't, okay, all these types, to be fair, they all sound rough when you describe them. So no offense meant here. Okay. We don't want to hurt any two's feelings. I know. I always feel like I have ones. to be careful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the low side of four, I mean, it can just look like they could be a little more dramatic, a withdrawn. little more moody. Yeah. Withdrawn. Um, that more focused on how they're feeling and wrapped up on wh- how am I feeling and what did they mean when they said it like this? And instead of being concerned with your needs and taking care of you, now they're maybe hypersensitive to their needs and how- And maybe saying like the four, look what you've done to me. Yes. After all I've done for you, this is the look thanks I get. how you've treated me. Yeah. So they right. might become withdrawn and could literally walk around silently and just not want to engage because it's not even worth the point. I already know where this is going. We can't have real conversations. Clearly you've rejected me. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so that maybe like when you think about fours, a lot of times with fours, you might feel like we who aren't fours might feel like we have to walk on eggshells around them. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly around this two, who's being very sensitive and hurt um, you might feel like you have to walk on eggshells around that too. Yeah. Very interesting. A little bit of yeah. like push and pull. And maybe yeah. to the outside, they might, again, it's like the one is a stereotypical dad. The two is a stereotypical mom. Like the mom who's upset with her kids and then the phone rings. Hello. Oh yeah, we're doing just fine. Oh. You know, so a little bit of that, like to the outside world, everything's fine and cheery and I still want to take care of you. I can't do that with my family because they just don't appreciate me or notice me. So or like four sometimes move away from the group and sit with the other kids. Right. And kind of like look back at their family like, I can't be a Johnson. Right. I can't right. be a Smith. Right. And so now this too is like giving better attention to right. those outside than, right, because mm-hmm. of those hurt feelings. All right, let's talk about three. Here's a three, an assertive type, going to get things done. And then they kind of get into this nine place under natural stress of just feeling like whatever I do doesn't matter. I've reached the top of my game. I'm just showing up. I just feel like I have no desire, no energy. You know, clearly it's just going to be this lame day that we're doing. And so I might as well just zone out. And so a three under stress could look a little bit like a nine. Physically present, but they've lost their drive and determination. They've lost that 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 drivenness, that edge. So they become very withdrawn. Mm-hmm. But then three in health goes to six, looks like a six. How does it push past the nine around family to maybe pick up some of those characteristics of that six in a 
prolonged coping strategy. Right. I think instead of the goal being how do I improve, how do I become better, the goal then is how do I just get along with you? How do we just make it work as a family? How do we just take the trip and no one kill each other? Um, instead of what can I do to shine or even in a healthy six way, what can I do to help you guys shine? It's like, okay, what are the rules here? Like, I just need to follow the rules and get along with you people and just give up my expectation of this being a wonderful thing. And let's do the worst case scenario thinking of it's not going to be great and it's going to be a mess and we're just going to suck it up and do the best we can. Because whatever idea I had of having a great, fantastic vacation, in order to get along with you, Saps, right. we're just going to have to buckle down, grin and bear it. I need a strategy. I need a plan. Right. And I need to be careful that I follow the relationship rules and don't upset you mm-hmm. and just make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And you can see threes and eights have this in common where we start as an assertive type and then under prolonged stress end as a compliant type. Yeah. So you see the three who they have the plan, they could get it done and you know they might they very well have the the best idea of what this trip could be, but then you see them interact with the family and kind of just comply and go along with this plan that they know isn't as good. And fearful of upsetting yes, people. Yes, like we're just going to have to do what grandma wants because you know how grandma gets. Yeah. So motivated by fear like I right. know what's better, I know what would right. be great, but out of fear of upsetting the apple cart we're just going to comply. We're just going to do. So the goal now becomes get along. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Type four. <clears throat> the naturally withdrawn type. Fours, fives, and nines. <clears throat> the four integrates or disintegrates to two, meaning they become conscious and aware of their neediness. And they start to like try to engage others more desperately to try to win their approval and affection. And that's a an uncomfortable place for fours. They don't want to stay there very long. So under prolonged stress, we might see them push past that two to the unhealthy side of a one around their family, becoming more... Responsible. Okay. More responsible. More More responsible. Critical. Critical, yeah. More pointing out the flaws and failures of the day of their... I'll give up on my dreams of what this could have been. Frustrated. Yeah, frustrated. I'll just do the right thing and bear the burdens I have to bear, endure the difficulty and the misunderstood. It's kind of literally the reverse of when the one goes to four, where it's like, I want to have these meaningful conversations and I want to connect with you, but I'll just stand here and do the dishes because apparently we don't have real conversations here anymore. Yeah. So I'll just do what I need to do, do do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. Yeah, we're going to spend some more time on that one, aren't we? Okay, so the five. Fives disintegrate to seven. So this naturally withdrawn person, um, under stress, prolonged, well, under regular stress, you might see them darting around without focus, maybe focusing their attention on what is exciting rather than what is important. Um, You might see them lunging and leaping into things that are not, worth their time sometimes physically just, yeah yeah bumping into yeah not aware of what's happening right uh becoming more assertive and goofy and you know those kinds of things which isn't all bad but under stress you might see a five reaching out that i need more i need something else i need to take another class before i ever try to really start this mm-hmm. i need more information okay um now uh, in family 
uh, or around people we can't get away from, you might see them push past that to a little bit of the dark side of eight, the number they integrate to. So what what would that come to your mind? How would um, that look? I would think more argumentative, more more assertive. I mean, either way, they end up assertive, but more maybe forceful with their boundaries. Telling where, people, get out of my room. Right, yeah. Why are you in here? Leave me alone. No one likes you. Yes. You, you've seen that at college with some of your... Yeah, I had yeah. a five roommate that we had some conflict with another one, and she literally says to the roommate, I don't like you. When I look at you, I think about the mess that you leave. Yeah. You know, it's like... And you're an eight. I'm an eight, and I wouldn't say that to her. Like, there's right. no point, you know, but... Yeah, so I think just knowing that whatever the five is feeling on the inside about how they feel about you or what they think about the way you're treating their boundaries, now they're just going to say it out loud. Yeah. And be more willing to argue and push. Where they might not do that to the outside world, but to their family they might feel, I don't know if you, you could argue it's stress or just comfort too of being in your family that you can push past a little bit more and maybe literally chase you around the house proving your point about something instead of just dropping it. And so this person who naturally doesn't want to need anything suddenly makes a lot of demands. Right. This is lust. <laughs> yeah, makes their needs known. And right. I think about Dwight Schrute with his ruler pushing Jim's stuff off of his desk, you know, right. and forcefully pushing his boundaries so that everybody knows you know, or Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation, you know, with his gun pointed at the person's face when they're talking to him at his desk, forcefully making their boundaries known to people um, and letting people know, you're not going to push me around. I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Right. Or you're just not welcome here. Or yeah, I'm just, just, yeah, I'm just done with this. Right. Okay. All right. So what about six? Six naturally disintegrates to three meaning that they start to move away from their groups that they've belonged to to prove and outrun all of the dangers and threats that are coming. Uh, you know, they become more strategic and more, uh, more uh, assertive and are trying to deal with their fears by, by protecting themselves and by proving their worth and importance and their value and, and all of that stuff. But in a family... We might see them pushing past that to coping mechanisms that look a little bit like a nine. And what comes to your mind? Maybe just thinking like, okay, there's nothing I can do about this. I've tried to warn them. I tried to tell them it wasn't a good idea. And they're just going to be the consequences they get. It has nothing to do with me anymore. Yeah. Like removing themselves from the situation. And you get what's coming to you. I tried to... I tried to support you. I tried to be your friend. And if you don't want it, then I don't know what to tell you. And maybe the last time they tried to speak up and voice their concerns, they got their head bit off. Right. And so now they're just, I'm just not, you know, I don't need to say anything. Mm -hmm. I'll just be like this nine over here and just passively withdraw. Not in a, you know, I want you to fail. But when you do fail, I tried to tell you, but right. you, you wouldn't listen to me. So I'm just... I, for the sake of the relationship, I'm just going to sit over here and passively watch you drown. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the guardian, <laughs> right. you know, the one, the protector, right. the guardian. It's like, it's not worth it. What's right. the point? If I speak up, they're going, it's going to start a whole thing. So I'll just quietly right. sit over here and guard my words mm -hmm. and get along with people and watch them make the decisions that are going to destroy their lives. Well, and you see a compliant type become a withdrawn type where they might be usually working to connect with others and let's get along and let's be friends and how can I help you and you can help me and this will be a great relationship. 
maybe just literally sitting there like I'm watching TikTok videos. I don't I don't have the energy to engage with you right now because it's going to be a whole big thing. Because everything's going to be an it's argument. Just not, it's just not worth it. Everything's going to be an argument. Yeah. Everything's going to be a debate. So, And maybe like removing themselves from the situation a little bit before. Uh, like, yes, I am the lifeguard here that's supposed to be watching. But when the family's going crazy, this has nothing to do with me. I'm just going to my room. I don't want to be part of this argument. I don't want to be part of this conversation. If you need me, you'll come and tell me. Kind of like I'm punching out. Yes. I'm off the clock. The sheepdog punches out and just says, I want everybody to know right. I'm not watching the kids. Right. So right. hope they don't drown. Right. Literally, I have a sick sister. This is the kind of stuff that she says. She'll come up, she'll be watching my son and she'll come in and say, I want you to know I'm not watching him anymore. I'm going to my room to watch Insta- uh, whatever Instagram videos. I'm like, I don't want you to be upset with me and think I am not going to be responsible. (laughs) I just want you to know. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So the seven, seven disintegrates to one, meaning, oh, I can't be the carefree, fun-loving person that I know is inside. I've got to grow up and be the responsible, mature adult. I'm sick of this. We can't do all the fun things. We have to be responsible. But, you know, I can't live in that parent state forever. And I can't be the one in charge all the time. So the seven might push past the one in a family situation and show up looking a little bit like a five. How so? Well. Careful. (laughs) I know. Uh, Put me on the spot here. It could show up theoretically. Like maybe there's a kid in the family who needs to be parented. But instead of preaching a sermon at them and correcting their behavior, you go to your room, shut the door and watch Bigfoot for a couple hours. Yeah. Or ghost hunters. Or ghost hunters, yeah. Yeah. I think it's any time when the seven is like, look, I'm tired of preaching sermons at you guys. I don't want to be this critical, angry person. So I'm just going to remove myself from the situation, withdraw, and go focus on something that takes up my attention instead. Yeah, something I want to do by myself. Oh, and here's a key word. I just really now will just want to be unaffected. Mm-hmm. Like a five. I just want to be unaffected. Like, I, don't, I want to go down in my submarine... And even pull the periscope down and just be unaffected by all the chaos around me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just go in my secret laboratory, you know, my little five area, and I'll just I'll just go to work and smile and nod. And I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to talk to you. I don't need to, because you're just going to bring me down. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be down anymore. I don't want to be in that one critical place anymore. So I'll just put up the porcupines, put up the cactus. <laughs> right. And just deflect away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you go from this... Assert- or at least that's what I've heard from sevens. I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> really, we're just guessing at sevens. Yeah. Um, you go from this person that's like, oh, the best day ever would be all of my friends packed in a van driving to California. It's going to be amazing. To like, okay, well, I know if we do that, it's not going to go the way it should, and it's going to be awful, and I'm going to have to get mad, and it's going to blah, 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 So I will just sit in my room and watch videos of people going to California. And yeah, I'll just experience life in a detached way from the comfort of my own home without actually asserting myself and getting involved because it's just not worth the trouble. So the assertive type moves past the compliant one of what needs to be done right. to the withdrawn, I'll just kind of do this on my own thing. Right. I okay. think this is so helpful because you do coaching appointments with people that are like, I'm married to a seven, but he doesn't seem like a seven. All he wants to do is sit in his room. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, yes. This is very right. helpful. Right. Okay. Let's talk about eight. Let's do it. Okay. So eight, the powerful one 
suddenly under pressure becomes the detached one the like the five like you know what this is ridiculous i can't believe grandma's mad because i called her an old hag hag thank you (laughs) and uh so i'm just grabbing my keys i'm out of here i tried to help i tried to take care of things and everybody got upset this is ridiculous i'm done i can't sit and wait for everybody to tell me it's okay and they just moved to this five place of just i'm not going to feel anything right now i'm just going to withdraw and i'm going to process what happened and try to understand you know get my information sorted out but then you can't live there forever You can't get away from your family, and you can't get away from those people that you work with, so you might push past that little withdrawn outhouse and find yourself in this two place? What does that look like? Yeah, it's so bizarre. You go from an assertive type to a compliant type, which I think makes sense when people say eights and nines together, the nines always win, you know, because you don't think about the nine maybe winning the argument, but it's true, though, because eight goes to a compliant type under that increased stress and strain of a family and where a nine ends up in an assertive assertive type right okay so i think for the eight moving to two in an unhealthy or stressed way is when the eight kind of says all right we had this big blow up i detached i withdrew i sorted out what i needed to and you guys are my family and we're gonna have to just get along and so let's just do what you want to do it's gonna suck it's gonna be dumb but let's just do it the way you want to do it and it'll be fine it sounds a little familiar to that three. Right. Yeah, I think they're very similar. I talked to my uh, a friend that's a three about this, and we're like, we both follow that same pattern of like, I'm this powerful person that has, you know, a will and a drive, and let's, it's fine. Let's just do it the way you want to do it. So it's assertive fine. would naturally move to withdrawn, but right. then ends up at compliant. Right. Yeah, and I think maybe eights might tend to be a little more sensitive, like a two, in families or with close friends where they might feel like, Am I being valued the way I should be? I've helped. I've overextended myself. I've taken all this crap from you guys. You have no idea all the things I didn't say and didn't do. And I should be appreciated for that. And so they might feel like my family's not appreciating all the efforts I've done. Or or maybe uh, seeing like, okay, well, these people are connecting more than they were with me. And, you know, I should be the, the favored person the special group. person right even though they may not feel that way themselves like oh this person is like a level three friend but i should be a level one to them because of all i've done for them yeah the image i get in my mind is imagine an eight with all the other family members and we're out on a sunny day and we're all potting some plants so everybody's got their little tulips and their dirt clods and their their little plant buckets And we're all putting our plants in there. And this powerful eight gets upset, ticked off, angry because somebody's doing something they don't like. And so in a little stomp of rage, they kick their bucket over and they go, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. I'm not doing this anymore. They kick their bucket over. The plant goes flying out. Dirt's everywhere. Everybody's backing up like, oh my goodness, what happened? You know, I didn't even hear what was said. And then that little eight stomps away. But then after they go inside for 10 minutes and no one follows them in, they might think to themselves, you know, I don't want to be inside here by myself. I'm literally sitting in here by myself, withdrawn like a five. I I want to be where everybody else is. So then they come out in like sort of this like fake, nice, friendly, like the shell of who I used to be. 
picking up the plant and then like oh yours looks really good yours looks really good and you're now you're back with the family right. doing the plant thing being nice well i think like i think for myself as an eight living in five if i were to choose to just stay there i would have no friends no family <laughs> would want to be around me and i know that and so it's like okay so what do i have to do i'll just play nice and nice. I always say, oh, I can play so nice. You have no idea how nice I can be. And you kind of like leave exhausted like, gosh, that was ridiculous. I think one more thing to add is like knowing what are touchy subjects and just not bringing them up. Complying maybe to, okay, I know that if I say this, it's going to be, it's going to start an argument. It's going to start a debate, which ordinarily I wouldn't be afraid of. But because I can't get away from you. I'm not going to bring it up because it's just, it's not even worth it. Why light the fuse? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so there might be whole areas like in the world of politics or religion right. or, or you know, medications or diets or who knows what. There might be whole areas where you're just like, I'm, not, e I'm not even going to bring it up because then there'll be hurt feelings and then there'll be awkwardness mm -hmm. and I'll be in my room and everybody will be out there planting flowers and I won't be right. right. Okay. Awesome. Wow. Nine. Okay. Let's talk about nine. And also we got some uh, insight from Kaylee, my other daughter. Um, she does her channels listed here on my description as well. And she does coaching appointments. And so we said, tell us how this works for a nine. So the nine, this naturally easygoing, doesn't want any problems, gets along with everybody, person who's gentle, loves peace, you know, they under stress, can look a little bit like a six, anxious, worried, uh-oh, people are upset with me, what do I need to do? Tell me what I need to do. I, went, I let my deadline go too long and now the paper's due on Thursday? Ah! And so this fear kind of motivates them into action when maybe they haven't taken action. But under the prolonged stress of being in a family relationship or long-term work relationships, we might see them looking a little bit like an unhealthy side of three. What is that? Um, so I think it's when they, they want you to be impressed a little bit, maybe, with what they've done. Um, amplifying what they've done that's really good or that you might, you know, that will make them look like a winner. Make them desirable. Make them charming in some way. But... I love you. You see, I made dinner. I stopped at McDonald's and I got this for you. Right, right. I got it for you. Like nines are kind of always starting their diet on Monday, you know, and so they might really talk about, oh yeah, I'm, you know, next year when New Year's comes around, I'm going to do this big, big thing. Big changes and, coming. Right. Like these, mm, I don't want to say deceitful, but could be deceitful promises of all these great things I'm going to do and change and become. But are you really going to? Or, you know, you haven't really been paying attention to all that I've been doing. Right. And, you know, somebody told me at church or at work, they stopped and they acknowledged this thing I did. And you should, you should, you should hear about that. You should hear about this thing that they appreciated about me where I'm wonderful. Because you don't often remind me of how unique and awesome and wonderful I am. But yeah. they did. So you might have this very humble, easygoing person that all of a sudden becomes very, like, focused on all these good things that people are saying about them. And appreciation, I mean, you're going from an anger type to a shame group, so maybe kind of dealing with those issues of value a little bit, like, well, did you see, they think I'm really valuable. Did you see how valuable they taught, they told me I was? Um, so some of that, um, and just moving from a withdrawn type to an assertive type. 
you might look at a nine out in the world and think, wow, they must never have any conflict. They must, you know, or kind of feel like, oh, wow, they might get pushed around by their families. And that happens, you know, but they're also going to be more assertive with their family. So they're more likely to speak up with their family and tell them, you know, these are my wants. These are things I need. This is what I'm asking for. I want it done. I need this, 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 and this. One of the things that Kaylee said was, she said, she says, I wonder if this shows up sometimes with nines as those people that seem like on the surface, they seem like they're okay with everything. And then suddenly they just decide, you know what? I don't really feel like I'm being valued in this relationship. They kind of wake up to that. And so I need a new relationship. Goodbye. And they just kind of like check out and withdraw. And I'm going to start a new, like, like the kid on summer break that says, this year's going to be different. I'm really going to buckle down and make good grades, and I'm going to have a lot of friends, and I'm going to be on the track team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you haven't done any of that in the last two years of high school, right. but this year's going to be different. I'm going to turn a new leaf, and I'm really going to... Be the best version of me. The best version of me. And that means leaving this marriage, leaving this city, getting a different job, and all of a sudden, like, there's this rush of of new start or new drivenness. Mm -hmm. And you might not expect that from that nine. And that could very well happen in a family, I think, where maybe they're quietly making some big plans and then they just come out and announce this super goal they've set Mm -hmm. for themselves and this giant agenda that you're like, I didn't even know you were thinking about this. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So... We're going to try to unpack this concept a little more in our own minds and think it through and see how we see this. Maybe see some more examples of this from our own lives or from TV or movies and things like that. And uh, I want you guys to think about it. I want you to think about it. Do you see this showing up in your family members? Do you see yourself showing up in this way in your own family? And maybe it will connect some dots that haven't been connected before because you're like, well, I'm a seven. I, I look like a one under stress. But... You know, this helps me understand like, oh, this is that blind spot path. Oh, this is the prolonged coping mechanisms for dealing with the people you can't get away from. (laughs) All right, guys, as always, thank you for checking out this video. I hope it's helpful to you. I hope it makes an impact in your life and I hope it helps you learn how to love yourself and others a little bit better. And as always, you know, you can't just wait until things are perfect you got to be present to the life that you've got right now. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Thank you, for Grace, for joining me in this video. And like I said, check out her channel. And if you want to make an appointment with somebody that's going to eight you down the road and get you moving in the right path again, I highly recommend. All right, take care, guys. See ya.